You're listening to What the Flux. This is Brett. And this is Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 28th of January. Well, it's lovely to be back after a long weekend, Justin. I'm feeling super fresh for the week ahead. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Had a big birthday over the weekend. And Happy uh, birthday, thank Justin. Thank you very much. Ready to go. Beautiful. Let's get straight into our first story. To support the tourism industry, Tourism Australia has launched a new $20 million advertising campaign called Holiday Here This Year so nice that... One. Aussies will travel locally. It's part of the $76 million funding from the government to stimulate tourism in areas affected by the bushfires. Now, Justin, as far as I can understand, we can expect to see ads on social media, billboards, newspapers, behind toilet doors, everywhere. This all comes after Tourism Australia put the brakes on the previous campaign that was run, and it was designed to encourage people in the UK to travel to Australia. That campaign, which featured your Kylie Minogue's, your Ian Thorpe's and your Ash Barty's, was stopped because of the bushfires and its impact. To be honest, I didn't think it was a great campaign anyway. It still could come back, so just be careful with your words. (laughs) Well, here's the key learning. Tourism is one of Australia's largest industries behind sectors like mining and agriculture. And 9.2 million international visitors come to Australia every single year. It's almost a third of our population. Huge. Now, all this adds up to $38 billion for the economy and employs approximately 1 million people in Australia. The high number of tourists come from China, Japan, Great Britain. Now, given many Australians rely on tourism to thrive, and with lower international travel expected this year, Tourism Australia is hoping we can make more of an effort to spend our tourism dollars here in Australia. Now, Brett, I don't know if you've seen, there's some great Instagram accounts going around that encourage people to spend in Australia, and I think this is just the next level of that. Honestly, a genius initiative. Check out at Spend With Them uh, on Instagram and spend with some Aussie companies. Now, story number two. Australian tech giant Atlassian's revenue has skyrocketed 37%, but the founders slash CEOs aren't satisfied with the results. Brett, firstly, let's just take a step back. Who is Atlassian? Okay, back in 2002, you were probably in primary school, Justin. That's true. Two uni students started the software company in Sydney. They started out building project management tools for software developers, which is a tiny market. And since then, they've grown to serve entire IT teams. Now, obviously, that's a much bigger market, and it's for companies all around the world. Atlassian earned way more money than it expected in the last three months. That's always a lovely surprise because it gained more customers than it expected. In this statement, the joint CEO said, the phrase software is eating the world has never been more true. And then they said software increasingly drives how companies run their businesses and empower their teams. Interestingly, though, the founders were not happy for two main reasons. Number one, they really want to make their business more predictable for their customers. And when it comes to pricing, it's still a little bit all over the place. Number two, they didn't hire enough people, particularly in research and development, which was a big aim for them. What is the key learning for the Flux family, Justin? It's a good question, Brett. A lot of people in Australia say that you can't build an international business from here. But guess what? It isn't true. This is an interesting insight. You see, although Atlassian started small, serving a small number of customers, like many small businesses do, they've gradually kept expanding and expanding their product range and the countries they operate in. And now they're worth $53 billion. It's okay to start small and focus on a small group of customers, but of course... Dream big. And as you satisfy those initial customers, that's when you start to widen your focus and your goals and eventually the countries that you operate in, just like Atlassian has. All right, Brett, story number three. Now, do you remember Vine? The name Vine certainly rings a bell. Tell me a little bit more, Justin. Now, 
A new social media company has launched, and it comes from the founder of Vine. Vine was a short-form video app where users shared six-second-long looping videos. It reached over 200 million active users, and then Twitter bought it. And then a few years later, Twitter was desperate to cut costs, so it shut down Vine in late 2016. It's a classic move. Now, Vine's founder is launching Byte, spelt B-Y-T-E. And similar to Vine, Byte limits posts to six-second videos. So it's pretty much... Vine 2.0? Correct. (laughs) And what Byte hopes will differentiate itself is a focus on helping content creators, like influencers, make money. Something that TikTok and other apps out there largely don't offer. So what is the key learning for the family here, Justin? Well, Brett, for creators and influencers, it can often be difficult to earn money on platforms such as TikTok or Snapchat. And often, popular influencers have to pull those audiences over to YouTube where they can earn money. It's a tricky one. So by focusing on paying influencers early in the piece, Byte might actually lure some of those dancers, your comedians, the pranksters. Those lip syncers. Everyone. They might move all these people over to their app and be able to retain them long term. Now, the big question will be whether Byte can take off despite its late start in the game. I think they're trying to bite off a, a little more than they can chew, right? Well, between them... TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, and many more that you know, honestly no one ever talks about. Do people need another short-form video app? It's a good question. I'm going to say no. I like the honesty. <laughs> now for the Tuesday test. We mentioned a few of the celebrities in the Tourism Australia campaign. So which of the following is not in that campaign? Shane Warne, Adam Hills, and Julia Gillard. Head to Flux.Finance on Insta to find out the answer. Same time tomorrow, Justin. Same time tomorrow, Brett. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.